Welcome to Not Man Enough Podcast. I'm Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) Got Trin. Got Sam. We got Matt. Everyone's here. Again, I think I say that like every time. Well, it's because we well, got it's, yeah. we people got were the, missing yeah, a lot of times, and then but 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 now everyone's here. Yeah, we've gotten in a groove. We, yeah, we sort of figured the figured out. No, I shouldn't say figured this thing out because we certainly we have not. But no, we figured out the schedule at least. It seems like ish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway, welcome. Um, we're uh, continuing our series on uh, the men behind the mic, and so we've just been giving all of our testimonies. And, you know, trying to encourage fellow believers out there with it. Um, yeah. And last and certainly least, Sam's given his. Amen. Chief of <laughs> Sin is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really looking get forward it, to Sam's. It. I am too. It'll be he, uh, he was talking to me a couple of weeks back and just kind of giving me a little bit of his testimony. I thought it was... I don't know if I've ever told anyone, any any one of y'all, except for maybe Trinity, everything that kind of has happened in my life. Yeah. I mean, you told me a decent amount. Yeah. But anyway, I look forward to it. I think it's going to be great. Um, well, don't have your expectations too <laughs> Kind of sucks. <laughs> no, man. No, I it's like uh, uh, I, I like this. Is that I heard this the other day. I was just listening to Vody Bauckham's sermon and stuff. And someone asked him to share his testimony. He's got a very interesting one, too. He does. And he shares it all the time, but he just said, I've heard his, I'm a yeah. sinner saved by grace. Yeah. And, I, I, dude, I love that because it's so true. It's like, like that's it. When it all boils down, if you had to put it into one sentence. Yeah, all our testimonies yeah. are the same in that sense, that we're all just that's sinners right. saved by grace. Yeah. And, thank, and, and thank the Lord that they are. And and we've said this before. Yeah. Um, I say I'm looking forward to your testimony because I think it's going to be really encouraging. But what I'm not saying is like it beats the the person who's been can't remember hardly a time that they weren't a believer. They were mm-hmm. raised in a Christian home and the, and they just as far as they can remember, they believed on Christ and yeah. and they still believe today. And that's their testimony, which is a outstanding testimony yeah and my, mine's actually similar in that sense to a lot of people's testimony i grew up in a christian home yeah yeah but it kind of derailed but right Pretty, but you, you understand what i'm saying yeah, though yeah, right no i got uh, it's, it's like we're we're not ranking them and, and pray, <laughs> praise god by the way that it is all of grace uh not only just for our initial justification but even with our our continuing walk like thank goodness we don't have to look at somebody and say well my testimony is not like theirs so therefore, what am I? Or, yeah. Nor do we have to look at somebody who's maybe farther along than us, more sanctified than us, and be like, "Well, I'm not like that man." Yeah. Which therefore, is, I'm not. Which we do it all the time. Yeah. But I'm glad. Thank goodness it's not based on that. Which, based which on is so grace. strange because I feel like the opposite was going on in like the early church. It's like for Paul, like his testimony was by far probably the most radical, <laughs> and people people weren't like envious of him. That's for sure. No. Or like or like <laughs> thinking like, oh man, like he he like I have to go through that to be. I, I just no. never get that impression I, it, whatsoever. It, it, it's interesting because a lot of people kind of held their hand out towards him. Um, at the beginning, not sure if they could trust him or not, but, yeah. but they also praised the Lord Amen. when they, when they heard that the one that used to persecute the church exactly. now was a yeah. believer. And so, um, 
it, it's really cool. It's to reason see that. to give glory to God, which that's, is why we're doing this whole thing. That that's the whole reason um, is to encourage believers and 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 see how good of a savior we have. It, it really it's just to point to Christ more. Um, and and far be it from us to point to ourselves at all. That's not what this is about. And I think if people have listened to us long enough, they know that. Um, but but to talk about like Paul too, it's like, and the things he did talk about, he said, I will boast in my weaknesses. That's and right. I think in a, a lot of this, why we share the depths of our sin is to show is to show in contrast how great of a savior Christ is. And it's really, Absolutely. it's not to be like, like this is something to glorify. Sin is not something we glorify, no. but it's something that, that, glorifies God. And I know that sounds like iffy to say in a sense, but in the overarching scheme of everything, sin does glorify God because it shows how righteous he is. Like every, yeah. God uses and God uses everything, literally everything oh, to bring absolutely. glory to himself. I, I, and and yeah. we see that even in, in Romans, whenever uh, Paul talks about vessels for wrath meant for wrath yeah. is to the glory of God. And so it's in the contrast of the evilness of this world, of the curse things that are going on, of sin, death, that that shed light on how good and gracious God is and that's, how just great he is. That That's it. The testimony of the believer is... Um, and that's not to say sin is like good or... No, like, no, it's, it, no. It, it's not, but it shows... I just really don't want it, that impression it, it, to be had. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think anybody would take it that way. It, it shows how good of a savior we have, yeah. how gracious he is, how loving he is to set his love upon wretches like us. All we've done is messed up, and all he's done is, um, like, um, given of himself and purified us and, and not, like, just set his love upon us for no reason. Like, there's nothing lovable about us. Yeah. And, um, and and we're just proclaiming that truth that um, the salvation that we have is a, is a great salvation, and it glorifies God. And so... Um, yeah, that's it. But um, before we move on, I, I guess we need to um, we 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 need to hear about our uh, social media. Don't Do we? we? Do we? Do we? All right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I I, I got it. Do uh, Do we? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just saying, just saying, not to not to put you all to shame, but uh, the most likes we've gotten on any post so far was your picture. Wasn't was it? my picture. Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious! It's probably my daughter. Mm. <laughs> no, she logged into several different accounts and just kept liking it. No, no. he's certainly not boasting in his weaknesses right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> Wait, what were y'all talking about? He's no, boasting in his strong <laughs> jawline. Is what he's yeah. doing. That's Anyways, good. I'm just pointing that out because you know I remember the one on Jonathan. It was like. You're so handsome. You're so. Ha- I'm just kidding. <laughs> we posted a picture of a mic. I don't even think I had a picture posted of me. No, Did like it was not? a picture of a mic. <laughs> oh, yeah, <it> was. <laughs> like Jonathan is just a mic. That's hey. all you'll ever know him as, <laughs> like, a, like a microphone <laughs> or a guy named Je- Jealous much? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're like we can't. Totally he, he's too handsome to put on the internet. <laughs> We are going to be way overshadowed if we put him on here. I forgot we did. <laughs> Man. I think we didn't come up with the idea until like yeah, Trinity's, until yeah. Yeah. Trinity's turn. Did y'all yeah. 
post a picture of me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, and yeah. you agreed to it. We showed it to you. I don't even know what picture you posted. It was just one with we like your you. shirt tucked in and stuff. It was Okay. I'm kidding. You but, have a mustache. Uh, <laughs> we have an epic <laughs> picture of Trent with uh his beard shaved Honestly, off. Honestly, probably one of the strongest mustaches I've ever seen though. Yeah. Dude, that mustache. I wish I crazy. could grow a mustache like that. And, yeah. <laughs> That was That's months it. of work. And again, people would probably be a, a little bit <laughs> anti around me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trend kind of looks like a serial killer in it. It doesn't look right at all. Like my people have really <laughs> thick it, mustaches. It doesn't help that you're you're just so deadpan in your face. Yeah, yeah. He looks like, like an angry lead singer no of good. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Freddie Mercury over here. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. if you want to see the pictures of us sometimes <laughs> except me <laughs> except Freddie, Freddie Mercury minus the homo uh, this might be the only time that we ever post pictures of ourselves I don't see any other reason why we uh, do well, well, I, 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 eventually I there will be eventually there will be actually not. we're working on we'll be in the pictures if you know what I'm just okay <laughs> so we I, I'll go ahead and throw this out there We're and this might take a while to work on <laughs> but we are working on um, maybe some YouTube shorts that we're going to start maybe posting to kind of advertise and get um, to advertise for our podcast, but also just funny. It's going to be funny. It's not yeah, yeah. meant to be serious at all. And so that's something I really wanted to do from the get go. And um, uh, we're, we're going to see if we can do it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll someday say, we yeah. can just get video in general. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, we're it, working towards that. We cannot, we cannot give you a timeline or anything. Yeah, no, and no. if you if you want to see that sooner, go to our Patreon. At, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we were sponsored by. I, uh, hey, but but it really does help to know that we have people listening consistently. And so I, I would say this, and I don't say this ever because I I don't like being that person really. But man, if if, if you could like and share our podcast, we'd be appreciative. Really, um, it's leaving leaving a review is what counts. Yeah, leaving reviews, stuff like that. Um, it, it helps us a lot. Um, and so, anyway, um, yeah. are y'all ready? I mean, yeah. what, what's yeah, going on yeah, here? Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> Let's go ahead. <laughs> I don't know what y'all are I, I was say. trying to think because we actually do have a sp- sponsor, kind of. You could call it that. Um, but I can't remember the... The promo oh. code. Oh, oh it's no, no, remembers no, it. I got it. I got okay, it. Okay, it's co- it's called Coin. Is it Coin? Is no. that how you pronounce it? Uh, well, would it be Coin Coin A or Coin? I don't know. We don't know Greek. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not Greek. Coin A, Greek I think. Per- or yeah, people. But uh, Coin A Clothing dot com. Uh, good good friend of ours started a uh, started a little little website, little business making T shirts. Got cool uh, some cool designs on there. Basically, it's a uh, Pieces of manuscript, Greek manuscripts that, um, you know, uh, we found over the years. And when I say we, I don't mean like we, but we, I mean, I mean, we, we go treasure hunting for manuscripts. No, no, we is a, my backyard. I did. We just go to Israel over the weekend. That's all we mean. We as a, as a, as a human race, but anyways, and, uh, he put them on shirts and they look, they look pretty sweet. And you can use, uh, not man enough podcasts. Or uh, not man enough. Not man enough. Not man enough, and you'll get a uh, discount code. Yeah, is, promo, that, is, that all promo ca- code? is that all caps? I believe I, it is. I don't know. You test it both ways. I don't test know. it both ways. Not matters. man enough. I think it's the letters <laughs> that matter. Yeah. Act like you're a hacker. Try to figure it out. So, okay, hold on real quick. So, you're a smart so, audience. So, uh, you'll figure it out. So, 
coinclothing.com. That's K-O-I-N-E clothing.com. Go check it out. Go buy a shirt. Yeah, go go, go, go support them. Uh, you know, I'm not going to like, <laughs> well, never mind. It's like, it's like trying to force people. It's like, no, you're going to do this. Yeah. You're going no, but, to go to <laughs> No, but uh, go, go check out his website. Um, no, and, cool. and, um, great yeah, guy. He is a great guy. So he's not man enough. Strapping young lad. I think you get like 10% so, off or something. So like is it not man, just not man enough is the code? Yeah, I think it's not man enough. Okay. Well, I feel like we've gone long enough without actually getting yeah. to the podcast. And then our Instagram, not man enough podcast. Oh yeah. You, know, you never did up that. on Instagram, Twitter's not, not man, man underscore enough. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, but I mean, just not man enough. He's, we'll get you there. He's also yeah. just to, just to drop a little, little hint. Uh, guy's name's Luke, by the way, Luke, thanks for listening. It's on his way. website. Yeah. Uh, he's also helping us potentially, maybe possibly with some t-shirts, but we'll see. Yeah. We're, uh, working towards, we, we, we do already have a domain for our website. We have it. We're, we're getting that together and we're going to have it up and running hopefully soon. Again, this stuff is all happening between our, our, our family lives and our work. <laughs> And so it's it's taking a little bit, but we are working towards it. Um, and so just just stick with us and and please just support. You know, if you like our podcast, if you like our podcast and you and you want to support it, just you know check these things out for us. And that's all I want to say. Anyway, um, so let's get started on the actual subject. Um, Sam, it's 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 all your testimony today. So um, I guess just kind of give us uh, your your upbringing. Um, and what kind of household you were raised in, a um, little bit of background of just, you know, just a Christian home, if it was, or wh- whatever it might be. You yeah, know? man. Where, yeah. Are you, where are you originally from, actually? Uh, I'm actually originally from Arkansas. Okay, you are. So I was born in Little Rock, I believe. I was born in Little Rock, uh, uh, was raised shortly in some some small town i can't remember and then but for the for the majority of my childhood i was raised in uh, maumel which is like mid arkansas if you're not familiar with it but oh really the, that's interesting so we were we were around the same area for a really long time yeah. just had no clue yeah that's and in wild. fact in where that, my parents live uh, to to give a broad overview uh for the first 11 years of my life i was in arkansas and then i moved up to missouri i'll get into that later and then moved back down about 4 years ago or so, uh, but it, it to what you were saying, Trinity. I actually knew a lot of people from a, a it was a Bible church of Little Rock. A lot of people that were here in Little Rock whenever I moved, and then whenever I came back, I saw a lot of those people again, which is cool in Conway. That is cool. Yep. So interesting. Uh, but do I live in Conway? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I may not. I may not. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe I he's running from out. the law. Gotta, <laughs> I'm on the Part lamp. of his testimony is that he's like he's still hiding from the police. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to give out too much information here. So, so no, what's your so, password and address? Yeah, but um, anyway, actually. anyway. So, like my, uh, I did grow up in a Christian home. Yes. So, yeah. in fact, many of you know my parents. You know my dad. Uh, my my dad was a pastor, so I was a PK. Like Matt, shout out. Let's go. <laughs> And uh, stereotypical. Like, yeah, I was a stereotypical P- PK. Uh, but I, I guess in a non-stereotypical way, I, I never really, even though I grew up in a Christian home, I never really, uh, I, I just say it like this, I never really believed. And there was never even, like, believed in the gospel. 
And it's like, I did, you know, acknowledge it was the truth. It was like, but I never trusted in it. And there was also a sense where I never had any like fear of God, like yeah. really. And, and thinking about this, I mean, even when I look back upon my childhood and especially my teenage years, it was just like, I, I just did not fear God in any way. Like I just you ever, headlong into sin. Do you ever, you know, walk the aisle, say a prayer or, or not even that? Yeah, so I I did. Uh, um, I I sort of said a prayer, and and it wasn't like this stereotypical uh, uh, repeat after me. It was like right. no, I, I was with my dad, and I remember I was with my parents, and it was just it was such a haze. Even now, like I I hardly even remember it, and I remember the first time I kind of went through that and and prayed and stuff, but but uh, you know I uh, I don't know nothing. So I, I don't know. And then I started acting up. Okay. So I was a really yeah. angry child. And then after that, I remember another time that, uh, one of my, one of my dad's good, uh, friends, I think it was his boss as well. He came over and, uh, basically had uh, like, they both had like an intervention kind of thing with me. Cause I, I was a really bad kid. Like so, I can't, how, I can't how, get that across. How old are enough. you at, at, at that point? Oh, it's hard for me to remember. Probably like seven, around around seven. Okay, I was so around seven. So still really young. So this is the second time that they're kind of having this, you know, let, let's get right with did the Lord right. kind of thing. Did the intervention consist of like belts? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thankfully. Paddles. <laughs> it no. did consist of cigar burns and beatings. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Completely oh, kidding. Wait. Yeah, he's kidding. I know his dad. His dad's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> Only a couple cigar burns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, I mean. So, I, what? I mean, you say an intervention. I mean, at, at that age, what does an intervention look like? And I know that we'll move on from that pretty so quickly, it, but it, it's, I'm just curious. It, I'm at, it was just, I was so angry. Uh, and I, I really don't even know why it was as a kid. I think it was just you know, I, I was the baby of the family of five kids Yeah, and I, I didn't get a lot of attention. And I think a lot of that came out. It was sort of like, you know, and I came late in the game too, you know, like my parents had me when I, Ab father Abraham and Sarah over here having, <laughs> having kids. Right. And, uh, I, I did, I felt left out a lot of time. Uh, you know, my sister would be with the older kids in the neighborhood and stuff like that and be hanging out with them. And they didn't want this young kid, you know, hanging around them. And, and, and also just, you know, older siblings and, and friends and extended family. I just, I didn't get much attention and this isn't me at making an exception for my sin or anything, but it no. is, it is like, and, and I'd got a lot of loving attention from my parents. I don't want the wrong idea to get across, right no, but it was same. just like, I, I, I think I was angry about that where I definitely shouldn't have been. I want to make that clear. But I was such an angry kid just in general. Also with my personality, I, I tend to have like a, a more extroverted sort of choleric personality that can that can sometimes be, be you know, I, I, I've always struggled with being quick to anger. You know, that's just a, that's just a sin like I've just always struggled with. And, and like I know y'all might not see it that much, but it's like, but it's like that is something I struggle with. And as a kid, it was just rampant, man. Okay. And I, I remember the release for me wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't repentance. It wasn't, you know, any of this, it was football. It I was, was like, about to ask if it was boxing or something. Yeah, well, <laughs> well that too. I, I remember in my teenage years, we got a boxing bag 
just because. Oh, really? Yeah. So just to let let it out, like down in the basement, and just you know hit something. <laughs> that yeah. sounds serial killer. I know <laughs> it does. Basement. I know but it this, does. But, but this, but this sounds right. like a in, in particular sibling. But, but uh oh, it does. Yeah, it definitely does. But did you? uh So football. What what age did you start playing football? About seven, about the same time. Okay, when, okay. when yeah. I could oh, get. Oh wow, you so young. young. Yeah, yeah. Really young. So like, pe- like tackle football when I or like you pee wee, you know, like maybe yeah. Yeah. seven or eight, mm-hmm. and uh, and so yeah, I mean, I got in football, dude, loved it. Like that, that was my thing. It was like, man, I I was obsessed, dude, and like I just really like to hit people, and I get in trouble a lot, <laughs> and, and I get in trouble a lot with uh, like coaches and stuff too, because even like when we were in warm up drills. I remember just hitting kids like when we weren't even practicing. The quarterback with the red shirt. <laughs> yeah. Smoking them. Yeah. But, but no, like I, I was just really angry kid. I remember I had that intervention. They were like, okay, look, you need to get right. Like, so, you, you know, your, your sin is just a lot. And I remember uh, I, it, it was like behavior modification that was temporal temporary. You know what I mean? It was yeah, just like right. temporary behavior modification, but there was no, and this isn't on the, 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 my, my dad or this guy trying to intervene. This was on me. It was like all, all, all I got from it because I didn't believe you can't make someone believe. Not right. that my parents were trying to make me believe. Obviously they wanted me to, right? but it's like, and by believe, I mean, truly trust in Christ. And then, you know, you know, walk in a manner, uh, worthy, uh, of, of being, of what he's done for us walking in gratitude. And, uh, so I walked away from this and there was like a slight behavior modification. You know, I, I seemed like I, I was doing better and football did help, you know, in a sense to get it out, but it never caused, it never solved that issue, you know? Right. Um, but there was more issues than just anger, you know, it's not just anger. Um, and, and a lot of sin issues in my life. And, uh, Anyway, um, so yeah, so let's let's take that. So seven years old, anger issues. Like it sounds like you had a moment where some of the intervention helped, but it really didn't cure it. You, yeah, you just went yeah. back into it. Yeah, and so it, it was just sort of behavior modification, and then I went on as an unbeliever. Yeah, okay. So unbeliever still have this struggle with um, anger, and now let's go to let's say young teenage years um, or, you know, 12 or somewhere around there. Like, yeah. So 12 is good because 12 is uh, the year around 11 or 12 is whenever we moved up to Missouri. So my dad's in prison, prison ministry. He's a, he was a, (laughs) he's in prison. prison. prison (laughs) So my dad's in prison ministry. (laughs) Just delay there for a second. Uh, but yeah, we joke about that sometimes about how he, he yearns to go back to prison and how he really wants to go and, <laughs> yeah. and be with these prisoners, you know? Yeah. But anyway, my dad's in prison ministry. I think he was a chaplain at the time. He was offered a promotion to be the director of a prison ministry up in Missouri. So he, he, he goes up, he takes a job that was hard on me. You know, I had friends and stuff, but I, it may have been harder on my sister. I'm not, I really don't know. She didn't have to say, but but anyway, we move up to Missouri. Um, man, anger issues still. I, I feel like the catalyst was really just stress stress and yeah. stuff and, and things that were difficult for me. So, for instance, we moved up there, found a church. This church housed us, was very hospitable. We were in Jefferson City, so that's the capital of Missouri. 
And uh, I remember just trying to get along with these kids up there. And how old were you when y'all moved? Around 11 or 12. So, 12. Okay, you did? Okay, cool. Um, and so we move up there. I'm trying to get along with these kids, you know. Like, there's these kids in this neighborhood. And uh, I start getting picked on. So I start getting, I start getting bullied a little bit um, for whatever reason. I can't remember why. And I remember I got my BB gun. <laughs> Holy oh, no. smokes. I, I shouldn't got, be laughing, dude, but this, this is, this is legit. This is like rifle size BB gun that you pump the more. You pump it stronger. It is, you know, yeah, it's like, we used to call them 10 pumps. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And man, I pumped that thing up. This is a vivid memory of mine when I first moved there. So that's why I tell it. But anyway, there's this one kid, man. He kept bothering me. I can't remember exactly what it was he did. It, it wasn't even anything significant. Like it's something you can overlook for sure. And uh, I remember one time he was riding on his bike. I got this BB gun. Oh, no. And he was riding on his bike, riding away from me. I shot him, hit him right in the back. And dude, I remember it looked like a volcano size. It looked like a volcano, like on his back. The BB just stuck in there. And uh, man, my dad was so mad at me. Is I just I, I remember he was crying. He went home okay, and like yeah. the, I this kid not trying like, to like kill you. It was like immediately I knew like oh man I'm in trouble because he's like like man I had never like shot a thing with it. I don't think I'd always shot like targets and stuff. You know you didn't realize oh, how bad it was gonna hurt. Yeah, okay, I didn't realize so. how much damage it could do. Oh, I shot but, everything that moved with my BB. <laughs> well, I always <laughs> lived in like <laughs> suburbs, so it was never like there was yeah, anything right. to shoot. But anyway. I, yeah. I I realized then oh, what, there was what things damage. To shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I, I realized then what damage it could do, and I remember he went to his his parents crying, and then they came over to our door, knocked, and uh, and yeah, got got in big trouble for that one. Let me tell you. But anyway, that's just to show you know, same things going on that you know, but but um, so we're in Jefferson City at the time. And then we're looking for a place to live because we're, we're, we're using this hospitality house kind of from this church, but we're still looking for our own home. You know, right. we find our yeah. home. It's in the small town of California, Missouri, and about 5,000 people live there. And uh, it's about 30 minutes away from Jefferson city. So it'd be like the equivalent of, I don't know, like Conway to Little Rock, I guess, or Little Rock to Conway. For those of y'all listening that don't know, Arkansas, it's like thirty minutes. Yeah, well, this is it sounds the, like it sounds like this would be more Valonia <laughs> to Conway. Yeah, 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 you could say that either or is just thirty minutes away, and uh, and so we move out there. Me and my sister are homeschooled at the time. We've been homeschooled since. Uh, for me, it was since third grade is when it started. I started being homeschooled to third grade. Moved out there. I was about in fifth, sixth grade, mm-hmm. and I'm desperate to f- play football again. And it's like, I, I really want to play football. I really want to have more social interactions too because I don't really know anyone. And we moved yeah. out to a place that was in the country so that there was no like well, I mean, neighborhood it, it, it or sounds anything. Like, it sounds like you needed to either play football or join the military because you were either going to hit somebody or shoot somebody. So Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but anyway, football football really, I you know, I sometimes we, we can uh, Christianize things and like make things idol call things idols that aren't really idols oh i but and trust me and, and i'm not trying uh, to get on that top yeah. like get all on that rant that rabbit trail 
but uh, I, I would say football was like a, it was it was an idol. It was like in that sense, it it really was something that was my my one and only my all. You know, yeah, yeah. like is, your your hope was in football. Yeah, it was like yeah. this is my this, uh, and it wasn't even well, like it was your like, way of even dealing with anger. Yeah, it yeah. it was just it it was uh it was just the thing I loved more than anything else. And and it's not like I had like th- thinking of like I'm gonna go to the NFL like this is my hope. It was more like no, just present. Like I just want to play, play. I just yeah. loved it so much. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong no. with loving something a lot. But in the sense I was, I, I, I had it, it was way too much. I, and I, I just want to make that clear. But anyway, so being out in this country, uh, I want social interaction. I want to play football. And so my parents find this league. My, my dad finds this league that's uh, this like peewee league or something. And it's connected to the middle school that's there. So this public school. And uh, to play, they, they did let me play. I didn't have to be a part of the school to play, so I went. And, uh, and yeah, I had a blast, enjoyed it, made friends there. Um, and uh, eventually, though, that led to me, like, really, really wanting to be part of that school. It was like, I don't want to be... Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was like, I don't want to be homeschooled anymore. It's like, I really want to be... I really want to be with all, all my friends now that are there. And so I, I went. I went to public school, and uh, for one brief, for a parenthetical statement here, or paragraph, um, homeschooling is the thing I wish I went through until I was done with like high school. Like homeschooling is a really good thing. Looking back, looking back now, it was like I wish I was homeschooled, but I wish I had more of a social life. And there's ways to go about that whenever you're homeschooling kids. Um, especially but, nowadays, homeschool is yeah, come a long, long yeah, especially way. nowadays. But public school, I, I just feel like that's never a good option. It, it just uh, like, and, and I'm just speaking from. I'm not trying to put a burden on anyone. If you got your kids in public school or something, you know, it, you know, make that decision yourself. Do it wisely. But for me, it was like I wish I hadn't. I hadn't. And, and also, I was such a liar. I need to point that out too. I, I really was a manipulator and deceived my parents and manipulated them in a lot of ways too. And uh, I really sort of strong-armed them into getting me into public school. I mean, that was kind of it. I, I feel like we really did that. Uh, uh, but me and my sister both, we went into public school. So what grade did you enter in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Got it. Yep. So started playing football. I think it was like sixth grade, and then seventh grade. I was I was in. That's whenever uh, middle school football started and stuff. And then I went into public school, and I was having a really hard time adjusting because I basically cheated my way all through homeschooling because I just find the <laughs> I just find the answer books and just type it in because I hated doing math and stuff. So you look like a genius. Uh, I mean, I it, no, I, I don't know. I pro- <laughs> I think I did it in a uh, I think I did it in a way that. You know, I'd get away with it. You still home. failed enough. I failed enough, you know, to get <laughs> to not arouse suspicion, you know. But right. anyway, <clears throat> I was struggling. I wasn't used to the curriculum because I'd been cheating the whole time. And this this is a, this is a good reason not to cheat, guys. You don't cheat because <laughs> you will be <laughs> you'll be left if you behind. haven't realized it yet. You will not know what you're doing whenever you need to. Uh, there's a reason school exists. So anyway. Uh, Got into school and it was hard, uh, and I couldn't play football because of grades and stuff. I, I needed to adjust. I needed to focus on my schoolwork and everything, and so I did that. And dude, that was heartbreaking though. 
me not being able to play football was heartbreaking because one, I loved it so much, but also the stigma behind it because you seem like a wimp yeah. in this school because all the guys, you know, if you're, if you're a dude, you know, if you're a man, it's like you play football and, and we're boys, you know, but it's like, but it's like, that was the macho thing to do. You know, if you're not doing it, it's like, look at this loser over here. So then that was hard too, because then I was being bullied and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, slightly bullied. I, again, I they don't want to make it They didn't know about seem, your pellet gun yet. They didn't know about the pellet gun. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm the problem. Uh, so, yeah. That would have stopped the bullying Yeah, real don't quick. come to school tomorrow, bro. I'll bring my BB gun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm the kid you want to you wanna be nice to. <laughs> so, obviously, a lot of your hope is um, bound up in essentially football i mean that's that's where your hope lies essentially yeah at this yeah. time of your life that's where your release is that's uh, where your yeah comfort is i, I would assume i, I would i want to put this too i feel like this is a major aspect i've missed here is that football was a, a an outlet for me to glorify myself oh yeah okay and yeah. i feel like that's that's probably the biggest sort of motivating factor behind that too is oh it was an ego check it, it you were really like, no yeah. definitely yeah, yeah it wasn't just anger i i would even say even more so it was an ego thing it was like to esteem myself to build up my own ego i wanted to to play football and then whenever i got that sort of check it, it even still i can look back and see how the lord was humbling me through all this, even whenever I was a kid, even though I wasn't saved yet. That's right. But, yep. but yeah, it was like my ego was checked then, and uh, I I wasn't able to play, and uh, it was a source for me to glorify my, myself and, and be proud and to, to basically so, make myself uh, God. Because I know a little bit of your story, I know that you end up playing football again. Yes. So okay. after after this, I go back eighth grade. Didn't play much because I wasn't there seventh grade. And then no, another ego check. And then uh, let's uh, go going. By the way, in eighth grade, uh, kind of got the the public school influence was really affecting me. So the bad company. I got into bad company, and by eighth grade, I started smoking weed and stuff too. So you're listening to the band. Bad company. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I started listening to secular music, <laughs> and that's when it really I went can, downhill. I can really I, see you listening I'm to kidding. Nirvana and smoking pot, for sure. I, I can envision No, that. it was more like rap, hip-hop. I was going to say it was definitely rap. Yeah, oh, was, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, that was just the generation, you know? I just know the music you like now as well as saying that. But yeah. Anyhow. Um, anyway. So anyway, jokes aside yeah. and everything, uh, I started getting in bad company around this time. Um, had good friends still friends. I'm, I'm still friends with, uh, but man, eighth grade already smoking pot, you know, getting into trouble, all this kind of stuff. And then going to high school and it just escalates. So I get into high school, freshman year, uh, play football, you know, I'm at it again and, uh, you know, enjoy it. But freshman year I start getting, you know, into more stuff and everything. Freshman year isn't all that eventful. I don't think it was kind of just the same thing. Come sophomore year, I'm doing well in football. It's like finally, I, you know, I'm a, I'm no longer a fr freshman, so it's like I can actually, you know, kind of play, right. play with the the big dogs, you know. And uh, I was practicing. I think it was in August. I was practicing with the the varsity, and and uh, I start, you know, I started to play well. I was gaining weight, weightlifting, all that stuff. Things were looking up in terms of glorifying myself. I was like, man, things are looking good. People are going to be looking at me, man. 
It's like I can't just imagine getting that touchdown and seeing all the girls looking at me, yeah. man. Well, and sick. also sophomore year, you're like that's the age, man. Like sixteen. Yeah. And it's by like, the by the way, bam, yeah, exactly. You know? And by the way, in this town, football is everything too. So it's like they had nothing dude, else. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's small, right. In small towns, it's so true. Like it, small it's towns, fo- football's it. In the south, well, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially, yeah. It's well, like, it's like, man, this is like kind of south. It's like, know, it's but, like, I'm a football, like, yeah. like a dude. I'm 16. I'm a, I'm a football stud. Like to, to, to a 16 year old guy, you're like, this is it. Like this is life right here. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's like I'm, and like I'm pretty popular too at the time. It's like I'm pretty popular in school. I've kind of gained my footing here. You know, I feel like I've kind of elevated myself. So from a worldly, worldly perspective, things are going well. Things are going well from a worldly perspective, and pride is abounding, man. Pride is abounding, and I'm feeling good. And then what happens? I get hit by a truck. Not literally, but figuratively. Playing football, I was practicing one day. I was long snapping, actually. <laughs> what, what grade? Sophomore year. Sophomore, so this okay. still, still sophomore still year. year. Okay. I, I long snapped the ball, and this was junior varsity, uh, practicing with the varsity. You know, I'm trying to show the coaches what I got. I want to get on varsity. You know, that's where all the glories had. And uh, so, anyway, I'm working my heart out. Uh, I'm, I'm doing what I can. And uh, the this one practice, I, I long snapped the ball, and then after you do that, you run down the field. You try to tackle the punt returner. You know, it's like one, once once uh, special teams one, once the offense gets that ball out of there, you're trying. You're on defense now. Okay, right. I try to explain this yeah. in a general way. Um, so I went, man. I booked it. And I was the first one out of there. You know, once I had that, and the the receiving team had this play where they would uh, sweep around. So they'd go around, and you wouldn't see them. And whenever they'd sweep around, they'd come back through and block everyone that's trying to get the punt returner. And the punt returner is the guy that's trying to get the touch. I know you guys know this, but I'm trying to explain this for other people. Right. Um, punt returner is trying to get the touchdown once they get the ball. So they're trying to run that way. The blockers are trying to keep you from tackling him. And so I'm going trying to tackle him. And uh, I don't see anyone to my right that's sweeping around to block me. So and our all-state... 260 pound guy who can run like a. Th- I remember he ran track too. He played. He was in track. 260 pounds. And 260 pounds could yeah. run so 13 second 100 meter. Freak of nature. He really is. And like honestly, honestly, this guy. I feel like he could have gone D1, but some things hap- Some things happen. You know that wasn't the thing. But anyway, dude's a freak. Okay, super big. I'm not. I'm like one in 75. J sophomore 16, you know, I don't even think I'm 16 yet. I'm like 15 at the time, which 175, 15 is pretty stout. Still. But, but dude, this guy swept through blindsided me, hit me like a truck, man. And I remember nothing. <laughs> I'll tell you. To this day. Yeah. This is where his testimony yeah. ends. <laughs> yeah. To this day, amnesia ever since. Yeah. Now, thankfully not very well could have been. And but then he went to heaven. Exactly. And then I no. had this <laughs> heaven is for real experience. And that's how I knew heaven was for real. Oh, don't get me started. 
That's a can of worms you don't want to open. Hey, that could be a part of our segment tonight, oh, too. Oh, yeah. man. A little sneak peek there. Yeah, yeah but, that's uh, not. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. But anyway, <laughs> I realize heaven was for real. <laughs> but no, like, I, I got a really bad concussion. And, and before this, I had concussions before, but it wasn't something like, oh, man, that was... It was just like, you yeah. know. Yeah, you got like rocked. I got rocked, man. I mean, didn't Had, you, did you tell me, you got rocked so bad, like you were like, like hallucinating after you got hit. Pretty you? much. Like I was freaking out. It was just like, I couldn't determine reality. It was just like, I got hit. And what happened was, and this is stuff that other people told me, like once I got hit, I black out. Like I don't remember anything until I wake up in the hospital uh later later that day or the next morning i can't i can't, I can't remember but anyway i i got hit really hard got a concussion don't remember people told me i got straight back up i went i long snapped again just on sheer just i don't know muscle memory or something I, it was like people think like when you get a concussion like you're just out like a light you're just right you know but that's not always how it is you know a lot like i was still like halfway conscious you could say and so remembering nothing not even being conscious i'm going back i long snap i continue to play they split off into drills and then i'm confused i'm just like wandering around the field <laughs> like and then my friends think i'm goofing off because i was a go i was a goofy guy right. like i kind of am now i was just goofy and so they were, thought i was joking but then they realized like oh he's not joking he really doesn't know where he is because i was like when did we get turf <laughs> and because we hadn't so well, basically they, you were doing your impression of biden <laughs> yeah so i was bidening around yeah. basically i needed people to help me know where where to go no but kind of yeah that's a yeah. good way to put it <laughs> I was just saying, actually <laughs> sad way to put it but yeah good way yeah. to put it and uh so yeah i i didn't know where we were i was like man when do we get turf and like we hadn't had turf like three months before we were playing on a grass field and then they i remember they said i asked that and then they brought me back to the locker room because they were like, oh, okay, yeah, he's concussed, like something's up. They call an ambulance. And then, well, before they call the ambulance, they're like, hey, can you call your mom? They gave me my cell phone three months before that or so, roughly three months. It was almost like I forgot everything in three months. It was really weird. It was really weird how the brain works too, by the way. I mean, just a total mystery. But anyway, I forget I had a phone. Like, and I was like, I have a phone. And then I just start. I remember they said, I just started freaking out. I just like started punching lockers. I started spazzing out like, and then the ambulance got there. And then like, I guess I calmed down a little bit. I don't know what happened, but I remember my mom ended up being there. She said my eyes were just glazed over. I don't know if I was just blind or what, but it was like, I, I could, don't remember seeing anything. I don't remember any of this. Anyway, hours later, uh, I sort of come to in the hospital and I, I remember, I remember them telling me, I kept asking what happened, who hit me like every 15 seconds. So it's like, I was just in this loop. It sort of went down to where I was just in a loop, just like wondering what, what's like going on. And so it's a really bad concussion, uh, head injury. And it, it really messed me up. And thank God I came to and wasn't permanently like messed up right. because that very well could have happened. It's happened to guys before, it, you know, very, you know, God was gracious, very gracious. Yeah. And, uh, so you think after that, it's like, okay, we're done. 
you know, he's not going to play football again. But it was like, no, that's my life. That's the only thing I have to remain in the popular sort of crowd and to sort of esteem myself and glorify myself and all this. And so I go back. I go back the next year. And by the way, I'm getting, I'm, I'm smoking weed more often too. I'm getting deeper into getting deeper into that kind of stuff. Which definitely probably does not help. No, not at all. Especially whenever you're underdeveloped, that's for sure. There's scientific studies about that. Look that up. Don't smoke weed. It's not good for you. Um, anyway, um, I mean, there's even medic- for you libertarians out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there's medicinal uses and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, being ad- addicted to it, which you, you, you know, I mean, maybe physically you can't, I mean, I feel like that's still debatable, but anyway, it's not good for you. Besides the point, uh, getting deeper into that, I go back, I try to play football again. And this time I, when I go back, it's like, I'm scared and I'm really mad about it because it's like, I don't want, because if you play football scared, you get hurt. You that's can't right. play well. You no, have to, right. you yeah. have to give it a hundred percent. And if you don't, you get rocked again. And I remember I was in a drill again and then one guy had the ball. I'm supposed to tackle him. Okay. Well, I, I don't give it a hundred percent because I'm timid. And then I remember I, he, he sort of rocks me a bit. You know, he gives more force to me than I do to him. And I felt it. It wasn't like, you know, anything big, but it felt like deja vu. I got hit in the head and it felt like deja vu of that concussion I had. And I was like, man, I just, I can't do this. And, uh, I remember, I remember making excuses. I can't even junior year was a haze. My memory was still real bad at this point. I was struggling in school. Uh, I, I really think because of the concussion, I was struggling to grasp concepts. It was just, you know, my brain is really rattled here. And so it's like, I'm just losing it. I'm like Nebuchadnezzar here. I'm just losing my faculties. Everything I had pride in everything about myself is just being yeah, swept away. And it's just like now I'm I'm beginning to crawl on my hands and knees like in a wild animal grazing grass. And it's just like I'm getting and I'm depressed. And what I do instead of running to God is I run deeper into drugs. And I, I, I'm smoking weed every day now. I'm showing up to class high. Um I'm you know, I'm not doing good in school. Uh, I, you know, I very well could have applied myself more and could have done or okay. I was I was always an A and B student, you know. But did, I was failing. Did any did anybody know about any of this Dr- yeah drugs yeah. and stuff like that well oh the drugs i mean i mean i smelt like it i'm sure the teachers knew but it was like no one ever right. like i had friends of course but that your knew. parents wouldn't have had a clue no i don't know i don't think my parents knew but then again there was a point i don't know if it was at this point but i started telling them it i, I was smoking weed for my concussion symptoms yeah again, this comes into the manipulation and the deceit and stuff like that. When really, even I was deceiving myself, I started yeah. telling myself that was the reason too. When really it was, I was an addict, I was an addict to anything and everything I could grab, you know? And, uh, you know, that was what I fell back on was drugs, things that could elevate me, that could, uh, change my state of consciousness. So that basically escape, I wanted to escape this reality I was dealing with. And once I started failing, Dude, that was even more of a blow to my pride because I can't continue at the school when these when I'm going to be held back. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, I can't. And so I leave school, I drop out. This is junior year. I drop out. I tell people I'm going to be homeschooled. I'm just doing it at home. Still covering my pride, 
I'm like, I'm like, it, not because I'm failing. It's just, yeah, I'm just leaving. Right. And uh, it was kind of like, even then it was kind of like that, but it was still a deceptive type thing. I, I went back and my parents even paid, man, my parents even paid for an expensive curriculum and stuff too. Wow. And I never finished it. Yeah. I never did it. I manipulated them into giving me money for more drugs, <laughs> more weed, wow. more anything, and telling them, like, no, I'm in pain. And what do you think a parent's going to do, man? You put a parent in that situation, and it's like, it's like, well, nothing else is helping him. We're going to doctors. Nothing else is helping him, but he seems to be getting help right. from this. And, man, so, dude, I, I can't, even now, I just feel so bad about it. I mean... It, you know, I'm, I'm glad I do, you know, but still, it's just, anyway, uh, manipulate my parents, <sighs> drop out. I'm trying to cover my pride. I'm trying to pretend to people. And I really hope my old friends are listening. I know some of my old friends, at least one still listens to these podcasts and I hope they know the truth of what's going on here. Cause I, I, I don't think any of them knew, even know now what was actually going on, but I, I drop out, I, I I get even deeper, and, like, I was still, you know, I'm still an extrovert, so I still like to be around people, and I started partying, so I got into partying a lot more, you know, high school parties, college parties, you name it, like. And, and, and do you drop out soft, uh, junior year? Junior year. Junior year. Okay. Junior year, drop out, and then that just gives me even more room to sort of get into drugs during the daytime and just, you know, yeah. do whatever I want. Um, and, uh, also I should say in between, uh, uh, the end of sophomore year, I started partying too. I shouldn't say it started in junior year. It was like, Oh, I started doing it sophomore year too. And this was a big thing that plunged me downhill even further. I think plunged me into deeper depression by far. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, sophomore year, got my driver's license. Big deal. Like, you know, at the end of summer, that's a big deal for people. It's like as a kid, you know, you can, you sort of have a sense, a real great sense of freedom that you didn't have before. That's right. And so I'm going places that I normally wouldn't be able to be driven to by my parents. Let's just put it at that. And so I was going to parties and, uh, I was partying with my friends. We were drinking, smoking, go to this party and, uh, as I'm wasted, this girl comes up and starts making out with me. That's this girl. I don't know. She was, she, I thought she was good looking, you know, good enough yeah. for me, you know. And uh, I, after that, I, I black out because I kept drinking. And the next morning I wake up in her bed. Mm. And so I wake up in her bed. I don't remember what happened. I just, I'm not clothed and I'm here with this girl and, uh, and, and at that time, you know, I'm, it's hard for me to talk about it now because it hurts and I hate thinking back upon it. I hate thinking back upon these things, but I know too, it's also, it, it's also good. But at the time I didn't care. Okay. I don't want people to think I cared at the time because I didn't, I did not right. care. This was like awesome to me at the time. It was like, dude, she's hot. It's like, I'm next to her. Like, wow, this is a good deal. And, and so I get in this just lust, purely lustful relationship for about a month or something. Right. You know, it was like, we, we just hook up, you know, and I was living in sin, you know, ha- having sex with this girl. 
And, uh, you know, that, that was in the summer between sophomore year and junior year. And then we, we split up and stuff, stopped being with each other and everything. Cause I think, I don't remember all the details, but we split up. Um, I went on, continued partying, continued going on, uh, hooked up with another girl, um, my junior year and, uh, all, and, and, and sexual sin and sins like this really do take a huge toll on your soul. They yeah. really do take a huge toll on your emotion, your, your emotional health, your brain, like everything. It's like, man, do not run from this stuff, run from this stuff because it will mess you up. Yeah. And it, it sure did. And, uh, I, anyway, go, going back to later in junior year, I continue partying, getting into drugs and stuff. I, uh, I start getting into uh, psychedelics at, at this time. So I start getting into like acid. The first thing I ever took was LSD. I took about, I think about a dose or two and it was fun. You know, things started moving like, wow. You know, and, and things were trippy. Woo. Um, and get, got into that more, got into a friend group that did that more. And, uh, this was going into my senior year. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm trying Molly MDMA. I'm trying LSD. I'm doing mushrooms. I'm doing all this stuff and having a good time. And then one time, man, I take acid and I don't feel it hitting. And I took like two doses or something. And I'm like, I'm not feeling it. And so I take a bunch more. Oh, wow. And then as soon as I take more, I don't even know how many, it was a really high dose. Once I took more, it was like the first stuff I took started hitting. And so like stuff started moving like more than I've ever experienced it. And then that's not even what I took after that, which was more. Again, I can't remember how much it was. But man, once it all started hitting, it was like my whole world came crashing down. And I, it's been hard for me to tell people this part of my story just because um, I feel like I, I, I felt like before people would dismiss me because this happened or, or maybe think I'm illegitimate or something like that's not the way. And honestly, people did judge me whenever Christians would judge me whenever I told them this happened. Um. I think it comes from a bad view of God's sovereignty. Yeah, they, I yeah. think people tend to not realize that God can use anything, including your sin, by the way, yeah, to, to humble you and bring, uh, bring them to yourself. And I think it's because there's this view of like, well, you just accept Jesus into your heart and it's all happy and, 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 yeah. and or also know. they dismiss it because I was on, uh, I was under the influence, but anyway, well, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm on this really high dose and man, I feel like I'm in the throne room of God, like Isaiah. And I feel like I remember looking up. It was definitely just a like a light light or something like the tube lights. What do you call those? Uh, fluorescent. Fluorescent, fluorescent light. Yeah. yeah, I was just looking up at a fluorescent light, and it felt like the it just it was just like all I could imagine though was God's holy light. Almost. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense, but I was hallucinating all this. And not only that, I had a hallucination during that time of me doing something totally despicable and evil, and it. Thank, thank the Lord it didn't happen in reality, and I still don't want to share what it was, but and I won't. 
But anyway, uh, I, I hallucinated something really evil. And then after that hallucination, I, that wave ended, that hallucination ended. And I went into another hallucination of, of me just being under the wrath of God. Mm. And it felt like I was just like, Isaiah, like Isaiah, I was just being ripped apart. And it was just like, Oh my goodness, God, I am a sinner. It's like, my goodness, I am going wow. to hell. Yeah. And it was like, like, I'm at, like, imagine you thinking that, but then like times a thousand, cause you're on, you're under the influence of right. like a strong psychedelic. So it was almost like it was happening. It was almost like I was in hell. It's like, hell is for real. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reverse it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was like, it really was. I just realized I was under the wrath of God. And this is real. And man, I was freaking out. And I went into psychosis. And like, even after the trip, I still had like tr- trauma. I had trauma from that experience. Like, and like, like my, my friend, my friends from then, they could probably say the same thing. I was not the same after that. Like yeah. the, the, the giddy, like goofy person I was, was gone. It was gone. Yeah. It was like everything from then on was just like, fear and and it was it wasn't like but i continued doing drugs and stuff and even then it like i didn't trust in god it was like i didn't know where to turn but i remember it was it was during this time of i remember i was high when i came to my dad i don't remember if it was while i was under the influence of that same particular time or or what but i remember being totally afraid not being able to sleep. It's like three in the morning, sort similar to what Matt was talking about in his testimony. But I go to my dad and I can't remember how to be saved. You know, my mind's just clouded. I, I can't even see Christ. Yeah, I can't see any good news. All I see right. is judgment. It's like, I'm going to hell. I, I need help. I need help. I need someone to show me the way. I need someone to show me where to go because I can't see it. And, yeah. and it's just like, I remembered... And it sucked, you know, even pride at this point, it was like, man, I, you know, I held off at going to my dad because it's like, that would mean I'd have to tell him everything that's going I'd on. I'd have to confess, yeah. But I did, I did because it was just so pressing. It was like, I know, I know I'm going to hell. I know right. I'm under, I, 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 it was like, it wasn't even a mystery to me about being under God's wrath. I knew I was under it then. You knew the truth of that. I knew I was under it yeah. then. It was like, I know there's a God. I'm under it now. I need help. I don't know where it is, but I know my dad probably does. And so I went to him and, and praise God. He gave me the true gospel. He told me, he told me, he said, he, you know, he, he showed me Christ. And at that point I, I found, I found some rest and, and, you know, I went, I went back to sleep, you know, it wasn't like a huge encounter. I remember, you know, weeping, uh, because of what I've done to God, but I didn't fully confess stuff to like my parents too. And like that I had been lying to them all these years about everything going on and what I've been doing and how I'd manipulated them. But anyway, after that, I continue in the drugs and stuff. It's like, I continue in that, that place. Uh, I still don't really have peace though. Um, not, not like a lasting peace. Um, and, and I don't know whether I was saved at that point. I, I really don't. Um, I, I, I definitely believe during that trip I was awakened. Like I believe I you can were say awakened that. to your sin. I was I mean, awakened need, to my right. sin and God's yeah. wrath. I can That's say right. that without a doubt, but you know, I can't, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't have knowledge like God has, so I don't know when I was regenerated. Right. You don't know your own heart that exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when I was regenerated. I know I was awakened then. Um, which I, which is crazy because I had never been, even though I, wrath was preached to me all my life. It was like, it, did it really take me getting this low to realize you're a sinner? Well, God has like it really God had did. to give you ears to hear. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if I was regenerate. I just, it was just like, well, it was just ears, like ears, I didn't, I didn't, I feel like I just didn't see my sin. Well, you know what I mean? Ears to just, at least hear and acknowledge your sinfulness. I mean, I think that, yeah, would apply even there. Well, yeah, yeah, in that sense, yeah, and and. I, you know, ever all before then it was just, I didn't see my, see it as a big deal. It's like not a big deal whatsoever, but then it was, and I was traumatized and went on and I kept trying to get into the drugs and stuff, but it wasn't, it didn't have the same effect. It was like after, after I went at, uh, it, it was like after that incident, I couldn't find joy in it anymore. I couldn't You're find your taste for it. <laughs> I just, well, yeah. And it was yeah. just like, I would do it. And then I, it really, what it did, it, it, it fueled my psychosis. And then, so like I got into cocaine. And so whenever I do cocaine, I would start feeling the same way I did on that acid trip and then start freaking out and stuff. Or like I would do more, any drugs really. And like, I, I'd start freaking out still. And so it wasn't the same. And I remember I, I got addicted to cocaine, though, which is crazy because it was like I kept at it even though I didn't like it. And that yeah. just really shows addiction. It was like even when I did it, it was just like I didn't like what was going on, but I kept doing it. It's so mm. weird. Yeah. It's just so weird. <clears throat> which is kind of true with a lot of sins. So yeah, yeah, it is. But a it's lot just of things you yeah. get to. You're, you're, and I don't mean yeah. like I don't like I don't mean like I don't like the sin, like I want to do good, but like Paul is talking about, or like, uh, the, the, the promise of the new covenant in Ezekiel and Jeremiah, where it's saying the law will be written on their heart and will desire to do good. But right. I don't mean it in that sense. I just mean like, I really wasn't having a good time. Right. It's not like it, it was benefiting you at all, but yet you continued Uh, until this one night. Okay. And, and from that one trip I had anything associated with that was a trigger for my you, it really, I was diagnosed with PTSD from like, I think you could call it that. I don't think that's a stretch, but I had PTSD from that, that, that trip I had and anything surrounding that trip or remotely resembling that trip triggered trauma. Yeah. And so I'd start freaking out. Okay. This gets crazy. The guy I was tripping with. So I stopped hanging out with him after that because every time I was around him, I'd get freaked out, man. It's like, it just, I don't like I, I when I when I'm around you, I think bad trip and I think under God's wrath and I think I'm about to poop my pants. It's like <laughs> right. this is too much. Right. Yeah. I'm and, in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was just like I feel awful right now. I need to get out of here. But really, it really was just like that. And so I'm addicted to Coke at this point. I'm partying with friends. We go up to a party in Columbia, which is uh, where Mizzou is, uh, Missouri University. So, you know, there's a lot of parties up there and stuff, college parties. I go up there. I'm high. I I walk in, and that guy I tripped with walks into that party. And and he's not – like, what are the odds of that? It was like – I can't, it's hard to explain, but the odds of him being there at that time in all of mid-Missouri is just insane. Right. It's like, it's insane. Like, how does he end up at that same thing? Like, right, anyway. 
But what gets even crazier is he's my friends that I'm with that drove up there with, you know, rode with them, didn't have, couldn't drive myself back if I wanted to. They were like, Hey, this guy, <laughs> you know, the, the guy that I want to avoid because it, it triggers that they're like, Hey, let's go to his house. And then I'm like, no, I think I want to go home. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm like, out. <laughs> and what's interesting too, I promised my parents the day before I'd go to church with them Sunday. This was on a Saturday. I promised them I'd go to church with them the next day. Okay. And so that was, that ended up being my excuse eventually. And they went to his house anyway. And man, I, I started tripping out again. And man, something crazy happened that I just, to this day, it just baffles me. I, uh, I forget right now. I forget what I asked him, but I, I asked him something or was talking to him about something. And then he, Oh, 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 oh wait. The, okay. The I, remember, I remember. Yeah. The, okay. The guy that you're trying to avoid. Yeah, The guy I'm trying to avoid. Okay. I keep telling them we're at his house by this point. I'm, I'm, I'm like, dude, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. It's like, I am freaking out right now. I didn't tell him that, but he was just like, I'm freaking out right now. I don't want him to know that, but it's like, I need to go home. And they're like, dude, why do you need to go home? Like, what are you stressing about? And then I, and then he asked me that and he's like, he's like, why are you trying to go home? And I was like, I promised my parents I'd go to church with them tomorrow. I told him that that was my excuse. It wasn't that I was freaking out. I really didn't care. I would have skipped out on church with my parents. Right. No, he's like, I, get, I, I, I don't it. care. Yeah. I would have forfeited that. You were looking for any excuse. I always to get out wanted of there. to get yeah. out of there. And he looks at me. I'm not like to this day. It's insane. He looks at me and he goes lying in the face of God. Yeah. And just says that with a deadpan expression on his face. I start gagging. Like I'm about to throw up. Like I'm so sick at this point. I'm like, Dude, I, I, even to this day, it's like, so the guy that be, reminded you of God's the, the guy that, this whole time, the, the guy that I associated with trauma said, you're lying in the face of God, which traumatized me anymore. And I feel like Jonah, like, man, I can't run from God. It's like, no matter what I do, it's just like, he's here. And it's just like, I'm going to hell. What is going on here? And I'm so persistent and trying to hang like to sin and avoid God mm. and, and trust in him. And I remember after I get, I get sick and I look over at this other friend and he's like, yeah, Coke make me, makes me sick sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm like, you do not understand. You're just in like a total crap fest of a situation. Dude, really? Yeah. I'm like, finally, I'm dealing with eternal wrath here. Yeah, not, yeah, man. And you just can't explain that to him, man. It, like, at least I couldn't then, you know? And, but no, I just felt so alone in that. And, Finally, we get home, and they take me home, and uh, I, I walk in through the door. My mom was, I think, sleeping on, yeah, she was sleeping on the couch, which was, like, right next to the front door, um, and I walk in, and, man, I as soon as I walk in, I start bawling. Like, I couldn't mm -hmm. hold it in any longer. It was, like, as soon as I reached that threshold of privacy, it was, like, right. it was like man, I just start bawling, and I come before, I, I, she wakes up because I'm, you know, uh, sound crazy. I'm over here crying and, and stuff. Can't, and then she's like, I got to go get your dad. And then she goes, gets up, goes, wakes up my dad and stuff. And then he comes out and then I pull out the bag of Coke and then I just come clean with him. And I'm like, I need help. 
I was like, I need yeah. help. I like basically like I can't hang on to this stuff. And like I I I I go to them for help. I, I throw the bag of coke in the toilet. I probably don't do that. I don't know what how you should dispose of of narcotics. <laughs> right. Um, but but anyway, throw it in the it toilet. It worked for you. <laughs> yeah. Throw throw away my my, you know, straw and razor blade, all that kind of stuff and associated with it and and uh, and I just I can't stop crying, man. I, I come clean with them. I tell them all the thing, basically everything I've been doing. And, and this is this is over the course of like three days, like, and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't get any sleep at all. And I kept going to them as soon as I'd remember something. I and this was all out of fear, you know. This was all like. Like, I, I'm so terrified I need to go to them. And, like, I, I almost felt like I needed to clean myself up. This was a good thing. It's a good thing to do to confess your sins and to repent and to do yeah. this. But all this was just, like, me trying to, like, save myself. Like, get rid of this You wrath. still didn't know exactly where to turn. What your hope was yeah, in. Yeah, it was just, yeah. and this could have been assurance issues. You know, it could have yeah. been, and it just could have been new right. Christian, new believer issues that we deal with. You know, again, I still don't know if I was saved. But anyway, I'm going to them, like, every five minutes, and I'm knocking on their door, and I'm like, I did this, this. I, once I remember something, I go to them. I'm like, I did this to you. I did this to you. Please forgive me. And then my dad gets so fat. He was like, Sam we forgive you. Like you don't have to <laughs> right. basically in totality, yeah, <laughs> right. which I think is a really good illustration for how, for, because sometimes people think we need to confess every single sin in order to be made right with God. But that's, but one that's kind of legalistic. That's legalistic, that's, that's, and we impossible. can't remember. Well, exactly, we can't impossible. even remember every sin that we ever exactly. did. Exactly. So, but, yeah. but my dad, he's like Sam. We forgive you. You don't have to keep coming and telling us this and that. It was like, we forgive you. You've confessed that you have done it wrong. Yeah, yeah right. It was like, yeah. and you've yeah. told us enough. And but still, dude, I. I, I'm just crying. I'm stressing out. I remember taking a shower and then feeling the water hit me and just thinking, man, I wish this water could just wipe away my sins. Mm. And then from there, I was like, wait, baptism exists. And I'm like, dad, can I get baptized? But still, I'm thinking right. this will wash away my sins kind of. But what's interesting now, before I get before I get there. I, I was still I was still crying belligerent I couldn't sleep they had to take they had to take me to the hospital because I wasn't getting any sleep and they had to sedate me literally to just get me I think a lot of that could have been coke withdrawals too right <laughs> but like no, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that been. but like but I I had to I had to be sedated I finally got sleep I calmed down a bit and uh, I still was like yeah I want I want to get baptized you know after getting sleep I was a little more able to process things and not yeah, be dude, so you don't, crazy. You don't, you don't get sleep and it'll, it'll mess you yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. this, this was going on a while. And, and, uh, so I start going to church with my parents too. And, uh, and, uh, this is such a blessing, but my dad baptized me, my dad baptized me. Yeah. And, uh, from then on, you know, my, my faith grew and I can look back and see that. So, uh, so was there a point where, cause I know you'd mentioned you were like baptism. You're like, that'll do it. But was there a point where it was like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, my dad, told, my dad told me. So, yeah, I went okay. to him and was like, dad, can I get baptized? But he knew I was being frantic. And so he was like, gotcha. he was like Sam, baptism isn't going to save you. 
So he kind of walks through again. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So he, so he, yeah. he so lined he, it out for and he, you. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to tell him everything. He just knew, like, I right. was thinking that's going to save me because right. of how frantic I was and just how, you know, how my disposition. And he was like, Sam, baptism isn't going to save you. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I remember you told me that. I know. I know. But he was just like, man, I really just anything, anything to find some rest, you know? But what's interesting is whenever I was baptized, you know, at this time I was professing Christ. I was yeah. professing him as savior. And, and, and I knew it and I knew the knowledge, you know, but it, it's interesting because just with that, when I got baptized, it's like that symbol, that sign became more real to me. And it just felt like it, it hit more clo- closer to home. Yeah. And, it, and, and after that, I remember, and at this time I, I stopped hanging out with those friends, you know, I, yeah, I stopped hanging out with them. I'm still smoking weed. It's hard for me to get off that. I've been doing that since eighth grade. And so I'm still doing that, but doing it alone because that's the only way I can do it without <laughs> like freaking out. Like it right. gave me social anxiety and stuff at this point. And, but we're going to church and then I, I just, I just feel real guilty about the weed. Not in a sense, not in a legalistic sense though this time. So there's a change here. And I remember, I remember just, you know, throwing it away and being like, okay, I'm going to stop doing this. Now I, I realize this isn't profitable. I realize that this is not doing any good. Um, I, I don't know if I really saw it as like, this is absolutely sinful, like clearly sinful. I don't think I had that knowledge, but I just knew I needed to stop doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I stopped, I stopped with the weed, threw that stuff away and, uh, all the equipment paraphernalia that goes with it. And, uh, and I'm, I'm growing, you know, and, and during this time in this church, I have a great pastor who's passed away now. Um, you know, besides my dad, like the first pastor that I really had as a Christian. Right. And, uh, just so gentle. His life was marked by gentleness and just such a sweet man. What a blessing. Really. And, And just, and just, man, such an influence on my life. His name was Craig Bowen. Um, and he passed away, I think, last year or, or two years ago with uh, from cancer. He battled through it. Even when I was up there, he was having can he, he was battling cancer. Um, and just such a exemplar display of how to go through suffering like that. But that anyway, uh, he helps me out so much. My faith is strengthened in this church. But then I, I'm still struck. My then. My dad gets a job in Arkansas again, and so he 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 moves down, and then I stay up there um, to take care of the house until it gets sold and yeah. stuff. And so at, from then, I start struggling more with uh, attendance. Like I I skip out on church. I, you know, I'm like playing video games or something instead. You know, just like just I'm not seeing it as important, and it, it not as important, but it was just. I didn't have that accountability too of my parents. I just right. was really young at that time too in the faith. Yeah, I pro- probably didn't have the right full understanding and view of yeah, what church no, is. No, I didn't yeah. at all. I also didn't at all. And I thought the main gist of my Christian life was on my personal time yeah. and not yeah, the personal, church. Personal walk with Christ. And, and, yeah. and by the way, I didn't even have that. Yeah. Okay. It was like I didn't even have that. But it, anyway, I really struggling with pornography too. Like this whole time, like dude, since I like... I, I first saw pornography when I was like seven years old. Wow. Yeah. I first, like, I some one of my friends, like, showed that to me. And uh, and that messed me up. But anyway, that was a struggle all the way until even now, what I'm talking about in this story. 
And uh, so I, I'm struggling with porn when my parents moved down more and like I'm really convicted about it. You know, I'm really str- like struggling with it and talking to my dad about it too so he can help with it. Um, but it certainly didn't help not being in the church, you know. Right. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, I'm still waiting to move back down. I want to go back down to Arkansas too with my parents. It's like this is my home. You know, I want to be back. And uh, eventually the house is sold. I moved down. And by the way, at this church I was at in Missouri with this pastor, that was such a blessing to me. During this time, I started feeling sort of a like desire, a desire to basically um, minister in some sense. Like I didn't know exactly what that meant, but it was right. just like I want maybe pastoral ministry, maybe you know whatever it is. I I love the Word of God basically, and, and I really want to share that with people. And uh, you know that that's nothing to make a big deal of. I don't even know now if I'm supposed to be a pastor or called to be a pastor or something, but that was a desire. And I was like, man, I really want to be in a church that can help me towards that, you know? Yeah. And, and maybe even go into the seminary and just so happened the church that my parents went to had a seminary. That's right. And like <laughs> I, I moved down there, I'm getting help with my, my addictions and stuff. Pornography. So once I moved down to uh, grace Bible church over a period of time, you know, the, the pornography addiction is, the addiction is gone. You know, the struggle is still there. The struggle of lust is still right. there present today that I struggle with. Yes. But, um, but I get, I, I'm just fed at this church. I, I, I find, I find oh. grace, this church, and, uh, I, I'm just fed so well here. I have more of an accountability with my parents that I needed at, at a young age uh, of being a Christian uh, as being a young Christian and which I really needed. And, uh, and you know, then when I moved on my own, it was like, it wasn't a big deal. I really think I needed just accountability to be at church you, in those first few needed, stages. You needed the body of Christ. Yeah, exa- so, yeah, exactly. And I got more deeply knit, not to, you know, it wasn't my parents, but to the body. And now the body right. is holding, holding me accountable. That's right. It's like, Hey, be yeah. here. But in, anyway, I, I get to the, I get to this church and, and I'm fed and it's like, it, it's got the seminary. I'm like, Oh, I, you know, I want to get in that. And, uh, I remember our, our pastor, he looks at me and, and he's like, he, he looked at me one day, this first time I talked to him and he's like, what do you want to do with your life? Like, what do you want to do? <laughs> That's a pretty pointed question. <laughs> that sounds exactly Doesn't like that him. Doesn't that sound though? like our pastor? Yes, it yeah. does. It's funny. Yeah. And he I was remember, like, I actually he, remember like, with his piercing blue eyes, it's like, what do you want to do with your life? straight face just like telling me no like no expression that. Yeah. he's like he's <laughs> right. like what well, do you want to do like well, and I'll, I was, I'll put it to you like this he so i took a semester of seminary and his way to get me in it was um he was like what do you got what do you got going on what do you, what do you what are you wanting to do like like you know um he's like you should join seminary and i was like ah, i don't i don't really think i i don't know it's not really my thing and he's like what else are you going to use your money for and i was like a sleeve tattoo and he was like <laughs> Man, he's like, don't get a sleeve tattoo. Try a seminary. So I tried seminary. Turns out it still wasn't for me, but I, I, I don't have yeah. a sleeve tattoo well, either. Even, even <laughs> still, like, like, even still, it's like, at that yeah. time, I told him what my answer to him was, man, I want to be a pastor. I want to minister and stuff. You know, real zealous. zealous like, yeah. It's like, well, come audit the seminary. See what you think and stuff. So I go over there, and uh, at this time, I have no idea what it means to be a pastor. I'm just like, oh, these guys get to spend time in God's Word and share it with people. It's right. not like you're bearing their burden. <laughs> right. It's not like you have to meet qualifications. Yeah. It's not like, you, you know, at I this, didn't. At this point, we're hanging out, too. We, yeah. We, we had met um, 
and I remember y'all coming to the church. I remember all yeah. that, all that. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm like, man, I want to do that. And this was right after a preaching conference or something where Steve Lawson came and I was just fired up. I was like, man, this is what I want to do for sure. Yeah, I was at the church by then, but I missed out on Steve Lawson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I told him that he let me come to the seminary and stuff. And like, I got in that. I was, you know, it was hard. He's like, because <laughs> I dropped out of school and a lot of it, I cheated even in high school back to why you shouldn't cheat but he was like <laughs> i didn't know basic things like how you to couldn't. do a book report and stuff like that i did hey dude i and what's go go ahead i'm sorry i didn't want to no go to. ahead no i just think it's funny because me and you i think took the same first semester yeah we yeah i think we we're in the same class and so i was a dropout also <laughs> so i was like yeah. they were like do all this like stuff like in this format and i'm like i have no me and yeah. you were in the same boat we were like, yeah, we we don't we struggle through it. Yeah. But yeah, hold on, wait, yeah. There's all three of us either either dropped out or very, very, very close. Mike. And that this could be and an episode that we do someday <laughs> in the future about about whenever a man feels a calling and whether that's legit. We could talk about that, but anyway, that's neither they're here like, or they're like type a paper in this format. I'm like, tap a wooden huh? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I had no clue, you know, I was struggling through it, but I got the gist of it and I started doing really well. Um, but you know, I, I met, uh, I met a woman, loved her very much. Uh, I don't really want to get into this part right now, but right. anyway, I, I, I leave seminary to try and save money to, to marry this woman. And, uh, and, uh, basically, but anyway, I, 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 I'm out of seminary and, and, you know, I'm not in seminary now. I might go back. Who knows? But it also, right. I started realizing what it actually means to be a pastor. And I started seeing like, I don't measure up to these qualifications. Right. And that helped. That's good. Like that was good for me because it's like, I need to focus more upon, uh, you know, I, I need to focus more upon the church and what's right. really important than me going to seminary. That's right. It was like, this isn't, this isn't what I need right now. And maybe the Lord will open up and be, uh, open it up again and be like, Hey, you know, you should go now and yeah, you know, well, receive think, some education yeah. that would help you. But anyway, started getting plugged in even more to the church, and uh, and yeah, here we are. You know, yeah, no, I think that um, that's basically it. No, what I see that has been evident in your life, and I think all of our lives is God's pursuit. Um, God was not going to be denied for His. <laughs> his uh child like that that he had elected <laughs> i mean you know what i'm saying like yeah like sam was not going to get away from him yeah and so often uh, we flip that too and it's like the you hear the common term of like oh i think they're looking and i get that that's a common i was running yeah, he was was running, but god's like, pursuit overtook you know, them. i think, I <laughs> yeah, think right. they're, they're looking for something and i'm like well in an instance all people are looking for something you know but often we flip that and I like the, the better analogy is like, no, to look at it as God is God's the one pursuing, them. pursuing you. Yeah. It's like, it's not well, a, I, it's, it's you aren't looking a, it's, for him. It's You're running. A, it's such a wonderful thought because it shows that God's grace, um, there isn't a limit to it. It's not, there's not a, Oh, you, you sin too much. My grace can't, can't any longer reach you. And that's true before salvation. And even after, yeah. Even even after salvation, we fall short in many ways, and God's grace doesn't end. 
Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't I, stop. And 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 in and in your life, Sam, it's been so encouraging. Well, I to hear all the backstory, but also to see where you're at now, and let this be an encouragement to you that, um, dude, um, thank you for your just dedication to, um, to being a you're very gospel centered. You're you're always pointing back to Christ, um, and you've been a great a great friend and brother in Christ, uh, an encouragement to me specifically. Of of just always um, putting Christ. We've had several conversations about this. Yeah. Um. And dude, it's incredible. I mean, same. You're you're a guy like you, you. Christians need guys like you in their life. Like we 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 need that. The the guys who are, are always pointing back to Christ. And it's it's a shame that that seems like that's that's you know. Well, I yeah. It doesn't happen as much kinda, in kinda broad go, evangelical terms. Kind of going off of what Trent was saying, I, I think. Look, I've heard Sam preach, and I I think God has given him a gift in that. Now, whether pastoring, full fledged pastoring yeah, or not, that's kind deal. of a different category. Um, I'll, I'll I'll leave that up to God to decide that. Um, but the one of the reasons why I actually uh, chose Sam for this podcast was because he had a uh, such a grasp of the gospel and of law gospel distinctions and um which was the first episode yeah we had you on yeah yeah, I, yeah. that was yeah. the first episode we have you on that's why i chose it and that's why we invited well, you. it was a couple yeah. different things a the way I, that we all mesh but but I, then on top of that yeah. i don't want to take too long with this but i want to really give that sort of credit and stuff to another ministry called theocast because yeah. another part of my 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 testimony and stuff too is my my own personal struggle with assurance but the struggle of assurance that the, that some people very close to me dealt with yeah and with mainly with their struggle with assurance i found i found assurance i think in christ but also in other ways that i shouldn't have more in works and stuff like that but it was their trial with assurance that really made me have to figure out like really, because I, I love these two people, I, right. I, I, I love them so much, and it was like they're hurting really bad. They're really struggling with this, and I was not giving them good advice. I was not pointing them to the gospel. Right. I was not helping them find true assurance, full assurance of salvation. Yeah, and uh, I really had to 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 work. I was really trying to to help these people, but I couldn't help them because I kept pointing them in on themselves. Yeah. I kept telling them, well, you, you know, how's like, your Bible reading? Yeah, how's your prayer life? Yeah, how's it was this like, or just that? Read the, <laughs> right. If you just read the Bible more, you're going to have more assurance. It's pretty simple. You know, it's just real <laughs> right. stupid, real stupid, unbiblical stuff. And, and anyway, I remember one of them sent me a Theocast episode, and Theocast is basically all about this stuff, all about giving people gospel assurance and helping people uh, not be legalist, you know, stuff like this, yeah. and finding rest in Christ. That's their slogan is finding rest in Christ. And he sent me an episode, and it was over uh, uh, bear your cross or whatever, take yeah, up your yeah. cross and follow me. And I remember them talking about that and how that's that's – that's n not what people often purport it to mean. And I remember I was like, I was like, man, these guys are antinomians. <laughs> Genuinely. Like that's, that was my right. first reaction. They get that a lot. They do. And it's like, but it's not who, true. People who are gospel centered get that a lot. But it was like, I thought they were antinomians 
And I I remember telling him that. I was like, I'm not sure about this guy. He seems like he just makes you too comfortable in your sin or something like that, which is not true at all. They were giving you gospel peace, which actually produces righteousness and abstinence from sin, which I've noticed in, in my own life and, and others' lives. Yeah. Here's the deal is our flesh gets real antsy when you start to say, yeah, uh, trust in Christ, quit trying to grit your teeth through this 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 Christian walk, you can't just do yeah. that. And people get really into like, oh, are you saying I, I not to do anything? Are you saying I'm just going to sit on my hands? No, well, it's no, just I'm like, not saying that yeah. at all. It's just like we, it, it's so easy for us to just look to ourselves and find rest there and then also just trust in ourselves. There's no and, hope there. And yeah. to not, I don't want to take up more time with this, but I really mm-hmm. want to give credit where it's due in the sense that, you know, it's because of them that I had, it's because of yeah. the struggles that my friends had and it's because of Theocast and the truth that they shared to me, the yeah. reformed confessional uh, truth that they shared with me that helped me yeah. to really oh, help all four of us have benefited. I will give a shout out to Theocast. Now, I'm not going to say I agree with everything they've yeah, ever said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not going to say I'm going to promote But the every, general like, but the, the battle, the battle that they are fighting I am totally on board with. Um, and because I think that people have lost the they the law gospel distinction. But anyway, yeah, if you I, want I, I, if you want more on that, we have a previous episode, well, which do, is something I, that you must get right. I do want to say one more thing regarding their podcast. If you do listen, be gracious in the sense and realize that their podcast is really geared towards people who struggle with assurance. That's right. Yeah. So they're going to be they're you know it's it's not the same as a church service it's just not the same if you go to one of their churches i've had the privilege of going to one of them and they would tell you they're, they're not your pastors yeah, too they're, they're, right. they're, their, like their yeah. sermons uh they they preach the law uh and then follow it up with the gospel in the correct way their podcast they don't always do that because that's not what their they're podcast is it's not a, a sermon so yeah. so it's just focus, keep it, that it is in mind. focusing on one one main aspect yeah. Yeah. But I mean, whenever they do share the law and stuff, they share it in its proper sense. And I Absolutely. also enjoy their, yeah. I've benefited a lot from their, their personal we've, church sermons and stuff. Yeah. We've all, we've all benefited from their ministry. And so we are thankful. So if you ever want to check them out, if you do struggle with assurance, they they are a great podcast yeah. to go to. Um, Yeah. But we do have a segment. We do have a segment. We do. And I've, it's gone on. We've gone on too long. <laughs> That's okay, <laughs> man. It's fine. Um, but I tried it, to talk fast. <laughs> no, you did great, man. It was good. I was encouraged. I was very encouraged. That was actually a, uh, a really good. So um, anyway, we are going to um, do one that we've only done once before, and that is... Um, is it worth talking about? Is it worth talking about? No. So, <laughs> this segment Anything is not you worth say talking after about. This, no. So... The, uh, well, the basic concept here is that we're going to basically come up with our own subjects that we want to see if anybody wants to talk about, and we get to vote them out. And so we'll see, you know, what we come up with. Anyway, Matt, why don't you go first, man? Man, put me on the spot. All right. No, I mean, no, I, I'm kidding. I, I can I'm, go first. I'm totally kidding. But you, you kind right. of deserve it. 
Because you didn't talk during the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was just listening, man. It's not about me, you know. I didn't want to be it's over not here about like, me either, even though I talk the yeah. majority of the time. It's about Christ. That's right. Yeah. But anyway. also, you know, you don't want to be the guy that's like, yeah, you, you know, your testimony reminds me of something about myself. <laughs> it's just not. I mean, know. I was saying that, though. Yeah. I was saying, hey, you know, your, your testimony, Matt, reminds me of mine. <laughs> yeah, but you were the one talking. Anyways. Okay. All right, go ahead. Well. All right. So either way, you made me feel bad. So <laughs> he he just shamed us all. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying, like I didn't, I didn't have much input. I'm just I'm, kidding. I'm, we're kidding. Uh, so are birds racist? What in the world? Are birds racist? Absolutely <laughs> worth talking about. Yeah, Go for it. Yeah, well, now right. you've got us on a yeah, like why we want to ask why yeah, you, you kind of. So, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I stole that title a little bit, but. The point still stands. So, are birds racist? Are birds racist? So, do they? Are, are we saying that they only poop on certain people? No, no, no. See, okay. that's where I thought this was going to go. All right, but not at all. It's so, so much lamer than that. Oh, it just makes me well, sad. Now, well, well, now I was, I was going to say it's worth <laughs> talking about, but now you're like, no, no, you got to sell it, man. It's got to sell it. It's very funny. Okay, it's all worth right, talking so about. So I, I don't Let's fully go. know. Uh, ornithology society i guess is like study of birds i don't know i don't know what it is it's it's pointless we have too much freedom in america (laughs) 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 um, so i guess they had a meeting a while back i heard i heard about this today and i was listening to it It just made me sad listening to they had a meeting a while back about renaming a bunch of uh bird species because of the names there a lot of them are named after the person who discovered them and did they happen to be white yes oh man racist are you serious so it's it's <laughs> they had this big meeting bird watchers bunch of bird watchers had a shout meeting out about, bird watchers about renaming <laughs> so so before long we might be seeing some new uh new bird names which is funny too because i think this big meeting happened like two years ago and then they're now they're like starting to actually so it took them like two years so, no, so no, instead no. of a blue jay it's, okay. it's gonna be called a neutral color jay or no I, no, no, no okay so what's the new name for the woodpecker if you <laughs> <laughs> well well the woodpecker is fine it's the red-headed woodpecker though Oh, okay. It's, it's a no go. It's a no go. Oh, okay. Yeah. It will be, it will be, uh, whatever it feels like that the current time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I didn't, dude, I was like dying listening to them discuss this article about, uh, about. It's just, worth talking about just for the laughs. Yeah. It, oh, anything, it's just you know. so bad. It's just so bad. It just makes you lose really faith dumb. in humanity. <laughs> it's just, so they're going to rename all the birds. Uh, well, at least the ones named after people who they claim are yeah. racist. Instead of, a, instead of a bald eagle, it's a it's a fully haired, you know, yeah. full head of hair eagle. Yeah, fro, fro eagle, fro eagle, fro eagle. It's a fro eagle. You know, oh, I'm, look, I'm, I'm actually down with that yeah. one. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. okay with that. <laughs> America's <laughs> new bird is the fro eagle, not yeah. the eagle. <laughs> That that just sounds like something like it sounds made up. The left would do though. You know, like you, honestly, like yeah. it sounds so far fetched, but it's so just petty. Like, well, it's so, like it's gone. The 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 
the, it's the, so like, petty. That's what I'm saying. It's gone, gone so, so far. far. What's funny is the video I was watching, they played a clip of the, um, I'll just say it, it was a Matt Walsh video, but, uh, and he played a clip of the, <laughs> of the like council meeting of these bird watchers, which is also, if you're a bird watcher, like, find something to do with yourself. Like if you identify as a bird <laughs> hold watcher, on, hold on just before you go on. I know someone that we all know that is a bird watcher. Yeah. Well, nothing's wrong with like, enjoy- <laughs> I'm taking it back. No, 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 no. I'm clarifying. Nothing's wrong Let with enjoy- clarify. No- <laughs> nothing's wrong with enjoying nature. Like looking at me like, Oh, that's cool. And like, even if that's right. an interest of yours, but to, if you go to a bird watchers meeting, like, okay, I don't think he'd go to a bird watcher's meeting, but dude, he does live right down the street from me. That's and we all know him. Yeah. Okay. Like but, I said, nothing's wrong with with wa- right. like bird watching. I I actually don't mind that at all. Like the bird watching. If you're stuff. listening, we still love you. It's just. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just wondering if you're gonna go with the new names. Yeah. <laughs> does Frogo work for you? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a bald eagle out here, but yeah, yeah. it could exist. But anyways, they played a clip and can't call like a, it a barn owl anymore. It's racist. Apparently, it's just <laughs> it's just a shed owl. It's, it's a shed shed owl. owl. But one of the a lady like stood up at this meeting for bird watchers or whatever, um, unemployed people. Uh, <laughs> 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 she's like, slash retired. Yeah, and she and she's like talking about how. She's like this now. I understand this won't like solve the problem of racism or anything, but it's it's a start moving towards it's a start. <laughs> renaming the oh, birds. Renaming the birds. So, what would you say the age average was? I don't want to be so presumptuous <laughs> as to oh, assume this will solve know. it. Okay. Well, well, well you know, we'll it's, it's a mix. It. It's a mix of really, really like. I don't know how to say this. Did they all have their binoculars with them? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, just in case. Definitely. Just in okay. case, you know. All right. Well, yeah. Yep. You never know. Well, I can't wait to hear the new names. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. You know, they'll never come up with one because it'll never be good enough. It would yeah. never. It would always never be, be fought enough. by someone. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should let the birds name themselves. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I'll leave it. Uh, Sam, what you got? Uh. He's like pointing at me, like no. <laughs> I mean, I can go with another one. I got another uh, one too. Yeah, you can. Well, well, we're I running. Mean, we're running long for the sake yeah, of time. Yeah, I'll just go. I, I'll just have one. I'll just do one. Uh, as Christians, is it worth talking about becoming a two-planet species? As <laughs> Elon Musk puts it. <laughs> okay. 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 So, in other species. words, in other words. Our, if we go to Mars, should, yeah, should Christians be like, "Hey, I think we should go to Mars." Like, what if the you know, what if this happens? You know, the world isn't in a good state right now. As Christians, should we be concerned about the? Is this worth talking? Oh, heck yeah! And here, okay, it's so, worth talking so about. Here's, here's because the thing. Something to say about here's this. the thing. It's not. It's not as a, as a Christian. My thing is not um, like, oh, the planet's gonna the planet. No, 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 no. God, no, God's the- in control of the planet. Okay, I'm not worried about the planet. <laughs> I just want to go to Mars. That's it. That would be really cool. It like, would be I, sick. I'm not I, against it going to Mars. It's Mars just, yeah. I'm talking about the ideology behind it. I'm actually not against going to Mars, but I have put a lot of thought into this. And I, I always think biblically, like, okay, so when the Lord returns in all of, you know, the new heavens and the new earth, all the, you know, everything melts away, essentially. It's remain- 
I'm trying to think of how it, biblically, like, dude, you just light speed back to Earth. You're just like. <laughs> And well, I mean, like, technically, yeah, I mean, yeah, Mars you know? is within the universe, so it's going to be melt. I'm, I'm just saying, uh, like, hold up, hold either up. Either that, or you'll get a backseat perspective. That you're yeah, you're going to miss a- the rapture if you're on Mars, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hey, you're going to be left behind far, far <laughs> away. No, hey, you won't miss it. You here's, won't. No, you won't miss it because everybody will get called here's up. And you'll be like, news. I'm here in the back. <laughs> here's the good news: you won't have to deal with the falling planes out of the sky. And you won't you won't have to deal with the car wrecks, and you and won't the clothes just laying out on the ground. Yeah, everywhere. you don't have to but, do all that. And you laundry. won't even know you won't even know about it until like twenty minutes later when the signal finally gets to you. <laughs> or, or better yet, the only person that can fly the jet back or, or jet. What am I? Uh, the, the shuttle. shuttle? The rocket? No, 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 dude, this is this I is. I think you no need shirt and you this, go up and you're like, we gotta leave. I heard no, bad things dude. are happening on Earth. <laughs> Dude, you gotta remember, it's not it's, it's not just when a you fly suit. Hey, you gotta remember, it's not when you fly back. It's when you come out of warp because you just you just like warp. You just you just we're not going warp to Mars. No, 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 Elon Musk. No, like you're not under, you're not understanding you know? what I'm saying. When when it happens and you're on Mars, you're gonna just your body is just gonna like warp back. You know, yeah. so it's when you, you you just come out of warp. And, I, and I'm there. not I'm not sure that you have to be on Earth to experience. Uh, That's what the I'm return saying. Of Christ. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, you know. Otherwise, the people knows? in the International Space Station are. Mm. You know, but here, like, are we even there in the? Yeah, I mean, they're kind of circulating the. Uh, <laughs> circulating <laughs> the Earth, the Earth atmosphere. Yeah. Anyway. But so, anyway, is it worth is it is that worth talking about? Didn't we well, just prove it? Sure. We yeah. just <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> well worth it, Sam. Yeah. You okay over there? Uh, <laughs> we just talked about it. I'm out. Um, I checked out. So ago. yeah, as as far as the uh, the I don't know theology behind it. I don't uh, know, man. That's I weird. guess it'd be like humanism ideology. Like philosophy, kind yeah, of. Yeah, well, I, 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 I think if you're going to Mars just to simply um, try to save humanity, I think that you're going the wrong route. Probably if, gonna start speaking a different language or if, something. If, if we're just going to explore <laughs> the universe that God has given us, yeah, I think everything's legit as far as that. Yeah, like yeah. I'm fine with it. Totally. That's why. That's why. Even though they have reasons i don't agree with because i, I believe the the earth is going to implode eventually <laughs> uh, it's like it's like yeah no no we're doomed it's definitely going to implode everything's going to implode uh, implode is that in the bible <laughs> no yeah, everything's no, no. going to hey, uh second conclusion guys, to be burned uh, by fire get this yes. get this like hello everyone this is not man enough from mars in our little space tent now that's sick. That would be awesome. Now that's yeah. a reason now, to it'll, be, it'll be take, back up Elon now, Musk. When we hit when we hit upload, it'll take approximately like, you know, another hour and a half or so for the signal to reach back, but you'll still be able to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would, it would be great. Anyway, it was worth talking about. Yeah. Trim, what you got? So I'm sure y'all have heard of the the tragic news of uh Israel being attacked by Palestine. You had to go serious. Ben, hold on, I'm not done yet. The the casualties on both sides have been rough, but is it worth talking about the relation to eschatology? Yes, but not now. No. 
Jonathan? I think <laughs> I think that I actually did talk about this recently. <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Well, well, you said about it, but Sam was so, about to talk about uh, it. So. Uh, yeah, so that's It's the, worth talking about, but just not now. It's not worth... It, We've not, already talked about okay, it, though. It's, we don't have time to talk about that. No, we really don't. That but is a can of worms. It is a can of worms. But no, I did. We did but talk for about now, it. We had a group where we talked about for it. For now, you're... Out. Bring us home. Oh, man. I actually chose one that I... Uh, I actually figured that um, y'all would absolutely think is uh, cheesy and that y'all would deny. And I kind of appreciate that. So, anyway... Um, no. Is it worth talking about Taylor Swift and Travis? Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. Hit the button. Hit the button. Get him out of here. No. Okay. There's no more. Wait, did you say said. Travis? Wait, who? Kelsey. Oh, I thought you said. Never mind. I thought you said Travis Scott first. I thought he said too. Travis Scott. I was like, man, did he say Travis moved Scott? On quick. I said Kelsey. I am. Almost yeah, positive. Man, I don't I know if you said anything. You know what? But it wouldn't even trip me up if she if she was with Travis Scott now. Okay. So, I, I, no. Because I knew that yeah. was going to be a reject from the get-go, I just thought it was funny. Um, I'm going to go with this other one. Hey, that's not fair. <laughs> that was just your rebound. Is it is it worth talking about <laughs> Australian woman charged with murder after allegedly serving poisonous mushrooms for lunch? Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, it's it worth was on looking news. into. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, I want to know. She, she Hold on. It's my story. <laughs> it's, it's his story. Somehow he came up with this story. Wow. I investigated and found this. So sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just reporter. kidding. Um, Detective Jonathan, continue. Yeah. And You're I'll trying to steal his story? Interviewer number two? <laughs> <laughs> an Australian woman has been charged with multiple counts of murder and attempted murder after allegedly serving poisonous mushrooms during a lunch with her former in-laws. Oh, wow. 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 Oh, mm. wow. So, Matt, I'm looking at you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because he is going to be your stepfather. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean your daughter's father. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> just in case you don't know what Sam's talking about, he, uh, never mind. Just go listen to the last episode. Yeah, go uh, listen. Yeah. You can hear Sam be an idiot. Um, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it, I mean, it's worth talking about in the sense that like it's just so wild but at the same time it's really depressing it just seems so bizarre like, you know well no it's not bizarre that's the thing i think it, it was an accident so like um like written in hollywood like yeah like the in-laws yeah. like i mean no you could definitely make it like a, a comedy about that <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is terrible, but yeah. it's true. I yeah, mean, it is true, true right? Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. And, you know, I hope that the people recover that. I, I haven't read the whole story. I just read the actual um, headline. So I, it, it's... It, Was it's, she charged with murder or attempted murder? Yeah. Well, she... Uh, uh, Aaron Patterson, 49, served beast well at beef... Wellington, uh, which that's contains a fancy dish too. Yeah, it is. Which, yeah. Contains, which contains mushrooms for lunch in July. She wanted days, to make sure they ate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, l listen. Within three days, 
within days, I'm sorry, three people died. Whoa. With toxology reports showing the victims had consumed death cap mushrooms. Dang, I didn't know they died. Death cap mushrooms. Um, Patterson Golly. maintains her innocence, saying she did not intentionally poison her guests. So she had them over for guests. Yeah. Did not intentionally. I, I think. I think. Is she trying I mean, to play it did, off as an accident? Well, I mean, I think it could be actually. I think it very well is an accident. You know, I, yeah. hey, I don't know this. Look, mushrooms are in Beef Wellington. I don't know if you know this. They are. Mushrooms are in. Beef <laughs> they are in Beef Wellington. Are they really? So, so here's in the question. The Look, pastry. Everything. I had no idea. She's from Australia. Everything in Australia wants to kill you. Yeah, we already true. know that. Even the people. Of the recipe could be her alibi then. That's yeah, crazy. no. I mean, she could say, That's "Look, crazy. I just I didn't know. Like, I could I went out in the yard. I thought that any mushroom would do." Like, I mean, <laughs> That's like, what I'm saying. You I, don't I'm, know. She could blame it on the education yeah. system. What she say? Like, what, did it, does it say what she said? Like, what um, was her excuse? Let, let's see. Um, she just said it was unintentional. By the way, this is definitely been not worth talking three, about. <laughs> she has I'm been, not interested. She has been charged with three counts of murder and two counts of attempted murder due to the lunch. <laughs> wow. As well as three additional counts of attempted murder for separate incidents between 2020. Oh, she's guilty. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. Guilty. wow. Okay. Yeah. So hold on. Um, let me see if she actually has something that says, says, and see if she ate guilty. it. Guilty. See if she ate that beef. Well, yeah, she didn't eat it. She'd be dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hold on. Here's I, I think this might be from her. I am now devastated to think that these mushrooms may have contributed to the illness suffered by my loved ones. Mm. May have? I oh, really man. want you to repeat. Have. That's just sick. That's well. That's a lawyer speak right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For sure. I really want to repeat that I had absolutely no reason to hurt these people whom I loved. Aaron said in a statement. I mean, this sounds tragic. Like, I don't know what to think about it, but like, yeah. wait, the, no reason. But she tried. Well, it doesn't sound past. tragic. Uh, it is tragic, but it's it's. it's I don't. At the same it time, could it's be crazy. accidental too, because I knew, I knew a family that uh, I don't remember if it was a mom or whatever, but went and picked like wild mushrooms, and she put every single one of her family members like in the hospital, pretty much, <laughs> and not like dead. They weren't deathly like, but it. It pretty much it messed just, them up. It gave them all pretty much like food poisoning symptoms. Were they like, what kind of mushrooms? I don't know. They started seeing things. Here's, no, <laughs> here's, here's what's crazy. There was even children that ate the meal. I mean, that 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 makes me think like oh maybe she wasn't intentional. Yeah, this yeah. could have definitely yeah. maybe so been an accident too. Uh, police suspected Aaron uh, because suspected Aaron because neither she nor her two children became ill. Oh, never mind. I misread that. Her two children and her did not become ill. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so among also, those who died, uh, you know, she, she said that it was uh, the parents of Aaron's ex-husband, Simon. Mm. Ex-husband. Who was supposed to attend the deadly lunch, but backed out at the last minute. At least one guest who attended the July lunch became critically ill but survived. Oh, wow. Okay, so what were the past incidences of her? It does not say. I don't know. But it does say she attempted she murder? No, it doesn't say she attempted murder. It just says um, that she... Oh, that and attempted murder charge was a person I who thought you said. I thought you said something about... That wasn't past. a previous... That wasn't a previous... Uh, I think hold you on, misread yeah, that. No, no, it does. I'm sorry. I'm misreading. Uh, like, or I just don't remember... 
because I'm just stupid. <laughs> I mean, so she has been charged with three counts of murder and two counts of attempted murder due to the launch, as well as three additional counts of attempted murder for separate incidents between 2021 and 2022. What were those incidences? It, it doesn't say. I, it doesn't say. I'd have to go Man, look it up. I really want to know that. Anyway. Well, I guess it was worth talking about. Yeah. It was yeah, it worth was. talking about. <laughs> okay. Man. So, all right. You yeah, Matt. One more. I have, I have one more. I we really have want. gone I, really long. On this I know, episode. but I really want to yeah. say this. I really All right, go say ahead. This. It's, it's go for so it. Funny. Y'all go ahead. I, I I'm gonna have to dip out, but go for go it. Go ahead. Yeah. Go for it. So, um, I don't even know how to phrase Just this. Just spit it out, man. Yeah. What Just the heck? Yeah. <laughs> we have gone There's this long. Th- something went viral the other day. Of uh, went around. I heard about it from a couple different sources, but of oh, bad you have sources. <laughs> <laughs> you have sources. Sources, yeah. Okay. Couple sources right. on YouTube that I watch. All right, come on. But uh, bad first date ideas, and really, it's 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 worth talking about. No, don't tell us that. Just <laughs> he's trying to talk us into it. I really want to read this I, list so bad. I almost want to just like pity him. Uh, you should. You should. I really <laughs> wish you saved this for another time. <laughs> because right. really, it is worth talking about, but uh, we're short on time. Okay. Go for it. Make you, we can just end it with me reading a few off this list. Okay. This, okay, this okay. got really can popular. I, hold on. Okay. Can, it's can, worth talking about. Can, can I guess one of them? Go for it. Go into a movie. Yes. Absolutely. Sam, you want to take a And guess? I agree with that. The first one? No, just guess. There's There's 28 things on this list. About that women, <laughs> that, that, this is what women women created this list about first date ideas. Yeah, yeah. first date is bad, terrible. No, not even first terrible, date terrible ideas, idea. It's bad first date. Like this was Dude, women saying, date, "Don't ever take us to these places." <laughs> One of the first dates I went on was it was a movie date. So I hope it's not that. Oh no, it's on. Oh here. It, no, it's it's definitely one of the tops because you don't talk to them and no, you don't get to this, know them. It, well, it isn't ranked well, no, necessarily. You, it's just saying like. These are places you should never take a first date, and there was a bunch of women oh, like uh, making these lists. Mini golf, that's my guess. Actually, mini golf would be great. Here. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, Dang no, it. What are you talking about? This. Dang it! <laughs> mini golf's on here too. Is it? Yeah. I think. Well, so, I'll, I'll just. I'll just dude, read women are too picky. Well, I think what this proves is that women are picky. That's, that's what it. I, that's why I wanted to read it. I just wanted to read it just for the watching a football game. Yeah. <laughs> it's on here too. Oh, oh man! Wow! Oh there's, man! I was joking. Nothing, there's nothing you could name that's you, not on you here. Can't, there's no you. options. There's you no can't option. take her out on the axes. No way! Are you serious? Wait, are you serious? <laughs> Everything's on here. Everything's no way. All right, I'll just start. No way. I'll start he naming some. He just threw some. that off the top of his head. I'll start naming some. All right, so it pretty much goes through any chain restaurant, <laughs> the movies, your house, fast food chain restaurants. Your house is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The gym, church, the coffee gym. Hold, on, hold on, come the back. Gym? <laughs> the gym? The gym. <laughs> I told you, dude. It literally takes everything. Wait, have have guys actually taken a woman out to a gym? I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. That's That's what calls those glutes, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We lost. Oh, man. It goes goes on, dude. Ice cream dates. Family functions, movie <laughs> nights. 
Jimmy. drives, bowlings, nightclubs. Jimmy, my parents. <laughs> Jim. Dude, it I literally can't get past that. I, no, that's legitimate. Like, of course, of course, she'd say, "Don't take me to the gym." Why on did you date? use this one first, man? <laughs> I feel like there's so much here. <laughs> it is, it is, but I just think it's funny that it it literally. There's nothing. There's no first date idea. There's oh, no man. way you could do anything. Especially <laughs> not on, the gym. That's insane. But a restaurant or a coffee house is not on there. Oh, no. It literally says pretty much any chain restaurant, any fast food chains, coffee dates, Starbucks. No, hold on. Coffee? What do they want you to do? Coffee dates. Yeah, what is Bar there? dates. He's off limits too. <laughs> well, I mean, a I a lot of ideas. A hookah bar. I don't even know what. The I don't heck, think yeah. women know this, but we only have a like one idea, like yeah. a couple ideas. But it literally has drives on here that you can't take them for a drive. I'm like, and then sporting events, like literally anything you can think of, is on this. Is list. Is this a feminist website to where they have to decide what you do? I think it was like a feminist like TikToker, and then it just went viral, and then all these people started adding to it. Man, oh, well, that's crazy. Oh, it's well, so funny though. That definitely not worth it. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we've. Oh man, I hurt. But look, we went really long on this episode. But thanks for listening. Uh, yep, yeah, we'll be back next week. Catch you next time. Yep.